Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you for pulling your chair up to the cool kids table. Now, today's episode is going to be a little bit different than normal. And before I get started, I want to thank the sponsor of this show. Hey, this episode is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. They set you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance to ensure that you sound amazing. They do all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content and growing your audience. Hey, if you want to start a podcast, and I know some of you do, right now, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. So this show is called Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do, and one of those things that is so important to entrepreneurs is sales. Whether you're the person doing the sales for your company or you have a sales team, if you don't have sales, there's no company. I am really excited that I am involved in co-hosting an event in May 2018 called the Sales Success Summit. Now, this is the dream. This is the, the, the brainchild of another podcaster, a guy named Scott Ingram, who has been a guest on this show before, and we're going to have him back on again before the summit comes up. But Scott really believes that there wasn't a home. There's not really a great association for salespeople. There's not a place for people who work for coming up. Big, big companies, they've got big sales rallies. But if you work for a smaller, more entrepreneurial, growth-oriented company, maybe in the tech space or other, there's not always a place for people to go and be around other high-performing salespeople who have a real dedication to the craft and the industry of being in sales. And so Scott wanted to create a conference that's going to be a real experience full of knowledge and information, but also a great place for people to network and be able to make connections, make friendships that are going to help everybody sort of grow their career. And Scott asked me if I would emcee the event and and sort of be a co-host with him, and I'm really excited that I get to do that. So he hosts a podcast called uh, Success Sales Stories Podcast, and it's geared towards those individual contributors in sales. And what we did for this episode, it's actually something that we recorded for Scott's podcast, and I interviewed him about the Sales Success Summit that's going to take place in May. And what I decided I would do is I would run that interview as today's episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Because those of you who are listening, maybe you're a salesperson working for a company right now and and you're looking for a place to go where you can get some inspiration and have a really good experience that's going to help you build your career. Or maybe you work for a company that has a sales team that you know, there's only five or six people and you can't put on like a big giant sales rally, but you know that that could be important. Uh, Or maybe you yourself have a company where you've got a salesperson who is a high performer and you want him to get inspired and educated and be able to do more. So this would be a great opportunity for them. So I have taken this interview, repurposed it, and we're going to put it right here uh, as today's episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Actually, I'm just the co-host of this episode as I'm joined today by my very good friend, Tom Singer. I thought it was only appropriate that he join me in this special episode where we announce the Sales Success Summit, since he'll be co-hosting the event with me. Welcome to the show, Tom. Hey, Scott. Thanks for having me. 
So, Tom, why don't we start by having you introduce yourself and your role in the event? And much like the plan for the event, I'm pretty much going to let you take over the hosting duties from there. <laughs> well, so my background, Scott, is I was a sales guy. I mean, I started my career. I was 100 percent commission salesperson. Uh, I ended up going into kind of a hybrid sales marketing biz dev role for many, many years and loved it. I mean, that was, uh, you know, I think that sales is the lifeblood of everything. I always say to anybody who is questioning a sales career, there is no business if there isn't a great sales team. So, you know, that's sort of my my background and my my core, but for the last gosh, almost 9 years now, I have made my living as a professional sort of motivational speaker and master of ceremonies. So I run events. It's what I do for a living. I think I've done already 70 events in 2017. I'll probably top the year out around 80 events between speaking and master of ceremonies and some training events that I do in between. And so that's sort of who I am. What, you know, I hope to bring to this conference is, you know, really to get everybody fired up and excited and make sure that they maximize their investment of time and money to be able to come to Austin and participate in this event because it's going to be awesome. And, you know, people can already find out about it. Then go over to the website at top one, that's the number one summit.com. And of course, there's going to be information on your main site, top one.fm. So Scott, let's back up. What inspired you to plan this event? I mean, planning an event's a big undertaking and always a labor of love. What caused you to want to do this? Well, you know, in a lot of ways, it's the same reason I started this podcast about a year ago, right? All of the content that I've been consuming for years and years was coming from quote unquote sales experts who really haven't sold anything but themselves in in years or decades. And I just, I wanted to hear from and get directly to the people who were number one or top 1% and, and capture what it was that they're doing. Similarly, I found that in the event space, if, if you were to do a Google search for the best events for sales professionals or something along those lines, you'll find lists of 16 and 25 different events where basically zero of them are really focused on the quota carrying individual contributor. They're really designed for the sales leader, sales enablement, sales operations, um, marketing entrepreneurs, it was sort of everybody but those of us who are carrying a bag, have a quota, uh, and are responsible for delivering the sales. So I figured it was about time that there was an event for sales professionals by sales professionals. And, you know, it's, it's also just about bringing people together. You know, it's one thing to listen to a podcast and absorb the information that way, but it's a whole different thing to be in the same room, to have a dialogue, to really be able to connect and learn from each other. And, and I thought, you know, the fans of my show um, have provided a lot of great feedback on what would be valuable to them. And, and this was very, very high on that list. And I, I thought, you know, I get an opportunity to spend incredible um, time and have amazing conversations uh, with the folks who've been guests on my show and, and have built relationships with them. And I get a lot of uh, really, really valuable mentoring value from that. And I wanted to share that and, and they want to share that too. I've really found that this group of people who have invested the time to come on the show are about giving back. And so this is an opportunity for all of us uh, to really come together and learn from each other and just take it to another level. 
Well, Scott, you know, it's really interesting when you talk about that the, the conferences that are out there are really geared towards sales management. You know, you're right. And I mean, the large companies, and I speak a lot at like sales rallies for big companies. Big companies have these types of meetings where they bring all their salespeople or at least their top performers together to give them the education, the networking, to get them sort of fired up about the different things they could do. But there isn't. I remember when I was a salesperson, I, I worked for large companies, but I also worked for more what I would call entrepreneurial ventures, sort of smaller growth oriented companies. And those companies didn't have the the money or really even the, the bandwidth to put on that type of event. They didn't have enough people or probably enough money to invest in doing it. So you lost out on that sort of that sort of sales motivation and education that really came from being part of those, you know, 2000 person sales companies. So it's really a great idea because this doesn't necessarily exist out there. Now, I also speak at a lot of association events like professional associations for all different types of industries. And there's really not a professional salesperson's association. I mean, I'm sure there is something out there, but I don't ever remember stumbling upon anything when, you know, I was a a quota carrying salesperson that was really sort of the ideal you know, place to gather that was both affordable and full of the actual value and information. So you may have just stumbled onto something that's really important because I tell people all the time in every walk of life, it doesn't matter what industry or what their job title is. I tell people one of the smartest things that you can do is to get involved with your trade association in your industry. And I think that's true for salespeople, but those uh, associations aren't always salesperson focused. They're sort of focused towards sort of the executive side of the industry. But even so, I think salespeople should be participating in their trade associations because getting around people who are like you, who have similar jobs to you, only can inspire you. Having friends inside your industry is great. But I think that this conference is going to fill that little gap for the person who is really hungry to continue to grow their sales career. So I'm, I'm really excited about sort of, of what you've done. And I know that you're really trying to create an experience for the people who attend. So would you take a minute and talk a little bit about some of the unique things that you're trying to do and how you're trying to structure this event so people walk away saying, wow. Yeah, you know, in a lot of ways, I'm just trying to solve for the things that drive me crazy in the the events that I attend over the course of a year. And of course, they're, they're, these are more events in my industry, right? These are marketing technology events and, and things like that. So they're not, they're not exactly geared towards sales. But I think with any event, the experience you have is it's in a hotel conference room, you sit in an uncomfortable chair that's connected to the chair next to it, next to it in kind of this, this big row. And, you know, I, I just, I wanted to break that paradigm entirely. So we are going to host the event at the Alamo Draft House. Ooh, and I so like for, that. yeah, so yeah. for those who don't know, the Alamo Draft House is a local Austin theater chain, got started here. I think they've started to branch out a, a little bit and we do things a, a little bit more unique uh, in Austin. And they were one of the first chains years ago that started this concept of kind of a full service type of theater. So in front of your seat, is a a table and there's a full menu and you can order food throughout the movie. Servers will come and bring you food. And I thought, hey, that would make for a really fun conference experience. What if I could sit in a really comfortable movie theater chair, order food and drinks, you know, whether I need caffeine in the morning to kind of get going. Uh, Maybe I want a little bit of alcohol in the afternoon to really enjoy myself. (laughs) And, you know, we've got you've got an opportunity to watch presentations on a movie theater screen because, well, heck, it's a, it's a movie theater. 
So that's that's a big part of it is just getting out of the box of a typical conference and changing the venue up a little bit. And then really allowing the time to connect. If we're serious about building relationships and finding mentors and and people who are going to help you take it to the next level, then we can't have a day that is presentation, 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 where you don't have a chance to connect. So we will never have more than 90 minutes of content in a row without taking a 30 minute break to allow people to interact and engage and continue uh, the conversation. And after that first full day. Uh, we'll have a hosted happy hour at the highball, which the Alamo Draft House owns. We, we literally have to walk through a wall. Well, there's a door in the wall, but we'll walk <laughs> through that. <laughs> and, and then the thing that I may be most excited about is we're going to do a dine around. And we've basically picked out about a dozen Austin iconic restaurants and everybody will have the opportunity to find kind of that right combination of what sort of food do you want? Do you want Austin barbecue? Do you want some Tex-Mex? We'll have a whole variety of price points. So if you want to go to the five star uh, sushi restaurant in town called Uchi, that's amazing. You'll have that opportunity, but it's really about getting smaller groups of people together. The goal here is about 10 to 12 people at a dinner with at least one of the presenters so that you have a chance to interact in a really, really meaningful way. Again, this, is, this isn't just about the content. It's about the connections. So, you know, you brought up a couple of points there. And number one is sort of the value of, of building those networks with other people who have similar type roles to you. I mean, obviously, people will be selling different types of products and services. But, you know, just being around people who, you know, know what you go through as a salesperson is awesome because you can always, you know, if you build real friendships, you have people you can call on who can help talk you through things. The other thing that I've found is when people get together with people of similar type interests and similar type jobs, it also leads to opportunities. I mean, the reality is, is that I know people who've had extremely successful sales careers who it's like, oh, how did you get your job? Oh, well, my friend went to work for company X and as the company grew, he recruited me in. So if you work for a company that's growing, you might be able to find somebody, you know, who is awesome in sales that you can bring in later or vice versa. And not that, you know, people are looking to, to, to move, but we all know how the world works. Companies come and go and, and opportunities change. The whole idea of being well-connected with people at your own level who understand what your strengths are, if you don't do that, you're letting opportunities walk by. So I think that's the first reason if anybody's listening to this and, you know, they know that they still have, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ahead of them in their career, they had dang well better want to build these types of relationships now because you just never know when you're going to be in need or when you're going to have a need. And knowing someone is an awesome salesperson, I always say salespeople can always work. If you're good, you'll always have a job. But if you hide or you just, you know, all you have, the only way people can ever know you exist is because you have a LinkedIn profile, that's not going to lead to the type of opportunities that you want. So I think that's a great reason to come. The second thing is you mentioned sort of the presenters that you're going to have. Talk a little more for just a minute. I know that, you know, you haven't released the whole list of everybody who's going to be presenting, but talk a little bit about who those people are in in general and what information they're going to bring. Because there's two reasons people come to conferences like this. And number one is always the networking opportunities. I don't care what industry you're in. But then number two is the education. So talk about the high level education that you're going to present. 
Yeah, absolutely. So as you said, the, the details are still a, a work in progress here, a little more than six months out. But um, I'm happy to give kind of some some details about those who are committed and kind of what the draft titles of their talks are. But I also want to say that we're going to gather input from particularly the early registrants to continue to really fine tune the program and understand what are the biggest challenges that they're having today so that we're addressing a lot of those things. But let's do this in uh, the order of appearance on the podcast so folks can go back and listen to their episodes to get a feel for what they're about. So we start with uh, the star of my very first episode, which was Mike Dudgeon from LinkedIn. And Mike is probably going to be talking about something along the lines of generating valuable insights to massively grow accounts. Mike, Mike does a great job of really understanding who his clients are and what's going to bring value to them. And he has a process for that. So I think he's going to share the details of what that are. Justin Bridgemahan is going to present prescriptive selling, leading your prospective customers through their buying process. Debbie Rapson, who is the queen of discovery, is going to present Digging for Gold, the Art and Science of Deep Discovery. Dewan Brown is going to present Success Through Service. Jacqueline Nicholson has an amazing perspective and is going to talk about standing on the shoulders of giants, coaches, mentors, and you. David Weiss, uh, we're still working through this one, but he will present some combination of sales process, prospecting, and executive conversations, the things that he is most passionate about. And then Chong Nguyen is going to uh, walk us through how to crack the largest enterprise customer. So that's just the start. We'll certainly be adding more. And I'm also going to set up a couple of panels. One will be uh, around career progression. Tom, as you said, I mean, most of these folks, we've got 10 or 30 more years uh, to to, to work through this industry. So do you continue in this individual contributor role and move into higher and higher, you know, high six figure, maybe even seven figure uh, type of sales opportunities? Do you move over into a sales leadership type of role? So we're going to build a panel with folks who have been in all of those different places and can help you sort of make that decision and also figure out how to position yourself to take that next step. And then I'm going to keep a slot open on the second day where we'll either bring back the most popular presenter for a, a Q&A, or maybe we'll do like an ad hoc panel to address uh, one of the biggest challenges or other themes that have emerged through the show. So we'll continue to keep it dynamic and not lock ourselves into anything so that we can deliver the most amount of value possible. I really like that idea of keeping a panel slot open to kind of go on the fly. I rarely see that at conferences that I go to. And in fact, sometimes like within an industry, like four months out, there'll be something that happens. And I'll hear meeting organizers say, oh, I wish I could have someone speak on that topic, but I don't have any room in my agenda. I think leaving it open until that day is brilliant because, you know, audiences, when we get together with this group, we're creating a little mini society at the Alamo Draft House for those two days. And societies have things that happen within them. There's, the, you know, things bubble up, things come to the top. So I think you're, you're genius for doing that. And I think that should excite people who want to be there because they know that at least for that one spot and certainly at other places, they're going to have some input on what's going to happen. So this is something that doesn't happen at, I would say, 99% of the events I go to. The, the, the curriculum is determined sometimes six months or a year in advance. And I think what you've done is, is a really, really good idea. I love serendipity. 
serendipity at events. When I interview people who attend all types of events, they always tell me that the best part of going is are those serendipitous hallway conversations or those things that they didn't plan for, those people they meet or the things that happen on stage where the, even the presenter didn't plan. And yet I rarely see event organizers actually have what I call planned serendipity. So I think the fact that you've worked that in is one of the most exciting things of why people should be signing up for this. So, so Scott, when is this event? Yeah, so the event is May 7th and 8th, and we chose those dates very, very strategically. So on purpose, those are in the middle of a quarter at the beginning of a month. It's also Monday and Tuesday, and we did that for a couple of reasons. One, to help with the justification. President, you're probably going to go to your boss and, and ask to be able to expense this. That's what I would do. And we wanted to minimize the disruption to your selling time and the time that you're just out of the field. But it also creates a great excuse. Austin is an amazing town. And we wanted to set this up so that, you know, if you wanted to fly out on Friday and spend the weekend in Austin, this is perfect. You know, do that and then come join us Monday morning and we'll run Monday through Tuesday afternoon and, and leave time. We'll, we'll probably wrap up around one or two in the afternoon on Tuesday to give people a chance to, to get to flights uh, Tuesday afternoon. So great, great excuse to do that. We also set it up that way so that if somebody wants to bring their team out, it really positions itself nicely for a QBR. And, and for those that don't know the vernacular, it's a quarterly business review. So you might spend the first day and a half Monday, Tuesday morning with us and then bring your team together for Tuesday afternoon and Wednesday uh, and, and do that. So, you know, we're happy to help with some of those arrangements. I've got a great team uh, behind me. So if that is something that you wanted to do, send me an email, reach out to scott at top1.fm with some details around what you're hoping to accomplish. And we'll see if we can't uh, help make that work for you. And you are so right. I hear from people all the time. Part of my introduction when I speak is people say, oh, and you know, they tell all the stuff that they would say in a speaker's bio. And the last lines is Tom and his wife, you know, are, make their home in Austin, Texas. And I'll go on stage, and I'll speak for an hour. And then afterwards, people come up to meet me. And I think they're going to say, oh, you said something brilliant in your speech. And they'll be like, I've always wanted to go to Austin, Texas. And I'm like, you know, I spoke for an hour in between them saying Austin and now. But people get fascinated if they've never been. I meet people on airplanes who say, oh, you've always wanted to go to Austin. I hear it's a fun town. I hear it's a great town. I hear the food there is fantastic. So I think setting it up on a Monday and Tuesday so that people can take advantage of that weekend in Austin. Plus, I mean, let's face it. May is the time. First of May is the time to come. If you're going to come to Austin, you don't want to come in August. So, you know, the weather is going to be great and it's going to be fun and there's going to be things that you can do. There's always festivals and things happening around this town. So I, I think it's smart to position it when you did. And the fact that, you know, it's early in the month, nobody's under that quota pressure of, of closing things out or closing out the quarter. You've really thought this through. And again, that idea about, hey, let's do our team meeting. If you've got three or four salespeople, bring them all. And then, you know, go get a little conference room or just take them to the Starbucks down the street and spend the rest of the day sort of debriefing what you heard. You know, for a small company who can't afford to do a big giant event, this is the best of both worlds. So I think that is absolutely fantastic idea. So let's delve a little deeper. Really, who is the ideal person to come to this summit? Yeah. So Tom, it's, I mean, it's really, I think going to be valuable for anybody in sales, but it's really geared towards the individual contributor. I mean, we were really, really committed to that. So whether uh, you're in field sales, you're inside sales or some type of SDR type of role, if you have a quota, uh, this event is really for 
or you, it's also going to be skewed really heavily towards B2B sales. So though we'll have at least a couple of B2C presenters, I think those in the B2B type of roles are probably going to benefit the most. Um, You know, I, I think this is also really relevant for a smart sales leader who wants to understand what makes ultra performers tick uh, so that they can bring some of those nuggets back to their team and into the into their style and the way that they work. Um, of, of course, I, ideally, I'd really hope that they come and just bring their team with them so their team can experience that directly. But that's that's who this is for. So if people are interested, what should they do now? Well, they should register, Tom. <laughs> How do they do that? <laughs> So, you know, the, we're going to offer the very best price through December 15th. Uh, and, and like these things go, we'll continue to increase that price a little bit as the event get, gets closer. But if you go to top1summit.com, if you use the referral code SSS for sales success stories, you'll get an additional $150 discount off of the current price. So again, obviously, the sooner you register, the better price, but also the more input you'll have into the program. Like I said, we are going to do a lot of surveying to understand who is it that is coming to this event and, and continue to fine tune and tweak the programming to make sure that they have an incredible, incredible experience. And if you're not quite ready yet, that's fine. At least get on the mailing list so we can send you updates as the event continues to develop. But I imagine, and I actually know, that an event like this, I mean, it's not unlimited space. Obviously, because we're doing it in a theater, there's a finite number of seats that we can have. It's not like a ballroom where they can blow out sort of an extra wall and expand the ballroom to the next room. Uh, is Space is limited. So what does that look like? Yeah, good point, Tom. So for this event, we're actually going to use just a single screen in the theater. Uh, again, very intentionally, especially in this first year, I want to keep things smaller, more intimate, drive these connections and make make it valuable for folks in that way. What that means is the largest auditorium in the Alamo Draft House. once we account for the presenters and the staff and the other folks that are going to be there helping me support the event in this experience, we probably only can accommodate about 150 people beyond that. So certainly there's a risk that we sell out if you wait too long, uh, but I don't know when that'll happen. Well, and I know that there's going to be some companies that bring teams that might be three, four, and five people. I mean, you start running those numbers, that's that becomes a small number of companies. So the idea is register soon if you want to attend. That's a good suggestion. (laughs) So I actually, Scott, I'm excited to be part of this. I think this is going to be a great event. I love it when event organizers are really, really focused on creating unique experiences because events are more than, you know, PowerPoint and talking heads. And you've really put a lot of thought into this. So I'm really excited. And if people, if people are interested in coming, they, they really now should jump over to, to uh, what is it? It's top1summit.com and make sure that you get Get registered. Use that event code SSS in order to get the best price possible. And we're going to see you in May in Austin, Texas at the Sales Success Summit. Thanks, Tom. I'm looking forward to it. And so that concludes this episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. I hope that that gave you a little bit of inspiration about your own sales career and maybe you're fired up to attend the Sales Success Summit in Austin, Texas in May of 2018. I'll be there, so I hope that you'll come too. Hey, thanks for tuning in and listening. I say it every week. If it wasn't for the audience, there wouldn't be a show. If you like Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do, let me know. Reach out on Twitter, at Cool Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. You can always email me at Tom, T-H-O-M, at TomSinger.com. And then finally... 
If you really do like the show, jump over to iTunes and leave a review. Nothing makes my day better than when there's a new review that comes through for this show. Hey, that rhymed. A new review that comes through for this show. I'm going to be back in a couple of days with an interview with somebody very cool. But in the meantime, you go out there and have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>